0: Hey there everybody. Welcome to a very special uh summer edition of Tricky Kid Radio. I am your host as always Roy Turner. And for all you out there, all my loyal listeners, we want to hope you're having a fantastic summer. I know that we are, uh, and it's been a lot, uh, a lot of fun so far. We're actually just now, just getting started. Uh, I know that uh, the kids get out of school at the end of May, first week of June, and you know this is the the week of Fourth of July. But uh, the first day of summer was actually just two weeks ago. So lots and lots to do this summer. And again, we don't normally do the show during the summertime, uh, but you know, I like how some of your favorite shows will kind of Do like a little bumper in the middle of the summer. Well, we thought we would do that and bring you a special Fourth of July uh, episode. Uh, Not because we're super patriotic, we just uh, felt like doing it and had some uh, had some great guests that we didn't think you wanted to wait to have to hear. And the summer is heating up, and so are we. And talk about a hot show, man! I've got two of my favorite people uh, this week Uh, from the adult industry. We have the irresistible mandy meadows now mandy is talk about irresistible jesus she's a singer she's a poet Uh, the girl she could be a comedian she literally could be anything that she wants um she pursues so many different things and we talk about all of those different types of pursuits and uh just one of the best conversations ever. I'm so excited for you guys to hear uh, from uh, from Mandy, and we uh, caught up with her and uh, and talk about making your summer uh, take off. This is gonna now you've got. Uh, Time to sit around the pool And uh, this is going to be an episode you're going to want to listen to more than once Trust me Uh, And then, welcome back to the show My girl, everybody's favorite MILF uh, Cindy Sinclair Talking about the season premiere of her new show Called Not So Bedtime Stories That streams on the the B-Movie TV uh, uh, channel Which is on the Roku device And it's a free device And I always love talking with Cindy She's one of my favorite people in and outside of the industry and we talk about so many different things. And that's and that's what these two also really have in common. Not only do they share the, the pursuit of the adult industry, but also so many interesting things outside of it. And we get into all of it. And uh, plus, we've got new music uh, from... From Kazu, which is basically short for Kazu Makino. Uh, you guys know her from, of course, Blonde Redhead, one of my favorite uh, bands of all time, and she's finally doing a solo record called Adult Baby, and uh, we've got a track from her, and you'll be able to see uh, some of the amazing images. It's actually a visual album. You'll be able to see on our, our website at trickykid.com. It's tricky-kid.com. Her and songwriter, and she's gorgeous. Um, she just happens to also be uh, naked on the album cover of this <laughs> of this new project. So, uh, but check it out, man! It's so great. We're g- we're gonna get to all that here in a little bit. Uh, we want to thank all of our sponsors. Uh, so many. that have been keeping us rolling uh, throughout the summer. Uh, thank you for everybody for tuning in. I know that we did a replay of the Anthony Bourdain episode uh, to honor his birthday on June twenty fifth. And uh, lots and lots of traffic came our way from that. We want to thank you all for, for honoring the very first ever Bour- Bourdain Day. And we want to thank Eric Rapier for making that possible and uniting everybody and honoring um, Bourdain. God, miss that guy. Missed the show. Missed just his just presence and intelligence and, and insight and fearlessness and all the wonderful things of why Uh, He he, uh, connected us all so, so much. You know, Uh, we want to thank uh, Zeb Degreaser. Uh, Can be found on all the shelves uh, at your local Home Depot. And and want to thank Conair. You, uh, if your pet's getting a little bit too hot and a little too shaggy this summer, uh, go down to your local PetSmart and check out the newest Conair hair clipper products for uh, your pets and get them all nice and trim for this summer uh also let us know what, what are your plans for the fourth of july uh this is going to air tomorrow which is july the third and so we'd love to hear from you and let us know what uh, what you got planned uh if you're doing the traditional thing with the fireworks and the family and uh we hope that everybody is uh, again having a great summer and everybody is uh is spending time with friends and family and um Gonna have some sort of like cookout. That's what we're gonna do. The family's all gonna get together and uh, like we normally do. I'm usually out of town a lot of times, and um, if I can, if I have to be away from my family, I like to be in New York City. That's really the best place to be in for the Fourth of July. Uh, and I always have such great memories. One thing I do miss, I, I do miss actually shooting off fireworks. That was such a great staple of my of my youth and my childhood. And um, I do miss it. What's funny is I actually have a whole box of uh, like of fireworks have been sitting in my garage for like 10 years or probably a health hazard at this point and i'm just like this year i'm gonna shoot them so uh i'm determined so that remains to be uh um to be seen but uh again not to be all uh you know, use all the puns to you know, all the all the perverted dirty puns that could go along with this. But there's so much I could say about, you know, rockets red glare and blasting off and, and all of that stuff. So I'll try to to uh resist all of that. But uh but let me just tell you something. I could not uh over exaggerate the irresistibility and just the adorableness and the sex appeal and just it's the freaking awesomeness uh, of our next guest, uh, our first guest, uh, Mandy Meadows uh, from Chicago. Like I said, singer, songwriter, poet, performance artist, just a freaking awesome badass who just also happens to be absurdly uh, uh, naturally gifted and attractive and um pursues uh, also a career in the adult industry, and we talk about all of that. Um, I told her earlier, I think that she. this might be the only guest we've had on the show that actually masturbated during the interview. But then again, uh, I think I also suspected that Carrot Top might have. He went quiet on me a couple of times. Uh, but again, you know, hey, my voice, um, you know, you listeners know, <laughs> uh, you know, you might be able to relate to, to the uh, the irresistible uh, 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 um, power of my voice that might have sent you, all of you, into a frenzy at one time or another. But if uh, if if not me, she certainly will. So let's get right to it. One of my favorite people, uh, Mandy Meadows. I was very impressed with you.
1: Thank you so much, you're so nice, Just trust me, this is all cutthroat shit all the time, and it's like, like, I was with the town agency before, and then they, they say, oh, my boobs suck, <laughs> like, oh, okay, but like, <laughs> I just don't really care, <laughs> it's just kind of like, oh, well, cool, now I can do it myself, and I don't have to worry about my agency anymore, Well, I'm yeah. Taking
2: my, yeah, I
1: know they can help me find work, but, they're like, no, your boobs, your boobs just suck. Like guess me and my shitty boobs are gonna go elsewhere then. <laughs> <Like>, whatever.
0: <laughs>
2: but <laughs> I'm just gonna go home and watch TV anyway. It doesn't fucking matter to me. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, but, but, see, but yeah,
0: that's what I mean too, that, that your ability to have not only, you know, a sense of self awareness but a sense of humor and but also the confidence that, to have that sense of humor, and because that, that's what it's required. I mean, all in, I mean, this is a tough industry, and it's a tough business, and it does require some thick skin, and it does require some confidence, a lot of it. But it also, you don't find a lot of that tempered with that kind of self-awareness and that sense of humor, and that's what I found to be so refreshing about you.
1: Thank you. Uh, I definitely, just from coming from a background of musical theater and like the corniest types of performing just always being immune to it, it's like, well, you didn't hit that note right, so you can't be in this choir, type I'd say, so it's just, it doesn't really matter to me, and I know I look very young, and it's uh, kind of what is a benefit of the industry, but regardless, I always have the factor of, I am actually 27, and yeah, I can play a fucking 19-year-old, but it's not really my... <laughs> that's not my brain, so it's Right, right. Crazy, so I'm easy to work with, but, you know, me and my shitty boobs are going to go elsewhere anyway, so, <laughs> so it's
2: all fine. <laughs> well,
0: I think there's absolutely nothing wrong with your boobs, and I think well, that, yeah, yes, <laughs> and Thanks, I'm, man. yeah, no worries, and, you uh, know, but, you know, it's funny, and I'm, I'm sure I'm not alone in that, and that's the whole thing, that's what's so great about, industry now, then this is kind of what we're going to be talking about today, is that it's kind of like, here's the parallel, uh, my background is in the music industry, like I, I've worked for record labels and have, t- you know, managed bands and have been on tour and, and this sort of thing, and so... Uh, I record for, for, I've
1: recorded for hip-hop artists and that, so I totally get it. Oh, <laughs> I'd like
0: to talk about that too, that would that would be that cool. would be, that'd be fun to add to that, So, but the re- but reason why I bring it up today is because there's that juxtaposition... That I like to compare it because again I don't exist in this industry I, at all. I, 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 you know, I don't. I'm just a little satellite that orbits it twice a year. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. and in my observations, though, I did find a lot of parallels. So this is what I wanted to ask you: was that okay? For example, like what you just said, uh, you know, there's artists that get on the big record label. And have probably been told that they have shitty boobs too and uh, and need to get their, their shit together for what, or to conform to whatever it is that they think they can market. And, and and the people's drive and ego and whatever it is, they want to be with a big company, the big record company, and be all over MTV and whatever have you. And then they find out that they're miserable because they're not actually being themselves. They're being what this company wants. Sure, they're playing to more people and not even be making more money. But then you have like the indie kind of punk guy who's like, well, I'm not gonna get in bed with these people because, you know, for whatever, I'd better play to 200 dedicated people being myself instead of yeah. playing in front of 2,000. Well, so now that we have, you know, you know the, the getting to the internet and you know, cam sites and all these different outlets and social media, isn't it kind of a, a rewarding thing that the power has not only been put back in the hands of also musicians. They don't have to go through the big record company. They can post stuff on YouTube, and they can bring yeah. the music straight to their their audience. So do you see the parallel there? and Have you found that? that
1: Absolutely.
0: So talk, I mean, talk to me about that.
1: Within, okay, like even within camming and stuff like that, or you get those same people that come and see you, That day, I just take out my guitar sometimes and play guitar, talk about my feelings, sing about my feelings, because I love to sing. Or sometimes I put on karaoke, like musical theater track and sing that way and people, these dedicated people that are coming to see you and not judge you and not say anything but that they're from Alabama and they just really like you and every time you're on, they get a notification and they want to hear me sing. They want to. They want to support me just because they like me and they feel like they connected to me in this very intimate amount of audience. And it's only a few people. Like I, I don't have a giant fan base. I don't have anything like that. But all of these other people that are out there, wherever they are, I've gotten they send me like a hundred dollar gift card on Amazon. I'm like why? <laughs> like you don't have to do that. Just. I actually liked having, like, internet friends. Right, right. the same consistent little audience. I don't need to be, I don't need to change. All these people have been telling me at these bigger companies, especially in porn, you need to uh, get a boob job. Oh, we're not going to pay for it, though, but I'm not going to get one anyway. So, no. Yeah. I will not change myself. So, I, I totally get what you're saying. In music, it's the same thing. i wasn't always in, like, choirs or... Pro- I've done some professional theater and, or musical theater and worked in, uh, with a lot of hip-hop artists. Half of the time, I'd be like, just some fucking dude who's just like, yo, girl, you want to fucking hang out? And smoke some weed? And <laughs> you want to fuck? You, you want to hang out in my dick? <laughs> like, but God. that, like, is all intertwined to... I totally
0: get you. <laughs> yeah, good lord. Well, well, I'll tell you this though, too, though, and this is what I like to explore: is that is it not only are thanks to that that medium that musicians are able to find their audience, like you said, can't you know, sex workers are able to do so as well, so they don't have to also conform. There's somebody out there that thinks that your boobs are the greatest thing <laughs> in the freaking world, and that's why it's they're like, sending me.
2: Really like my boobs, they're fine.
0: And like you said, I think they're outstanding. And, and like you said, and that's why strangers are, oh yeah, you don't like that boob? Strangers are sending me $100 gift cards because of these amazing <laughs> boobs of mine. So you know, well, I don't even do anything
1: with this, like play the guitar naked. Okay, cool. I like to be naked anyway. I always sick naked. This was like, what's the
2: difference?
0: So you get to the only the only difference is that you're sharing it and and being yeah. rewarded for it. You know, and I was going to ask you if you sang before you mentioned about the the theater because you have such a great speaking voice and usually people with good I speaking do sing. voices.
1: I was great That's what I was raised doing, singing. So, my name is Mandy because of my dad is a singer and like was the corniest type of singer and loves Barry Mallow. No, no harm on Barry Manilow, he's a great guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's why I'm Mandy. My middle name's Michelle after the Beatles song. I just started singing more before I started talking. Wow. I started matching the pitches and stuff. So I, uh, that's what I studied in college. and Was always training for some opera stuff and just learning the, the structure of the vocal cords and how to shake them right. But I just started picking up on vibrato at a really young age.
0: And once you get that, it's kind of like like what I always compare to like the ollie on the skateboard. If you can't ollie, then this isn't for you. But once you can, it kind of like that you have know, that light bulb moment,
2: right?
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and I don't even remember when when I learned it. Like no one taught it. It was just a a ring. I have a pretty like heavier vibrato than a lot of other people because all these sounds are now with the. Mainstream stuff, even like, we'll look at like, uh, well Taylor Swift or something. I'm sure she could actually sing better than what is produced for her.
0: Right, I I, don't I, know I if think she comes so too. production it doesn't really matter to me. But like that's like it's just this very
1: easy listening voice or so smooth sounds. I'm like pff, bored.
0: <laughs> I'm right, liking. right. Well, now, but so now we know that you have obviously you have had whatever those aspirations and clearly uh, the talent to do it. What I'd like to know is is that you're also insanely good-looking. So is that, like, talk to me about that a little bit. Like, what at what point did you... And we need to back up just for, for one second. I'll, I'll do the intro at the end so we don't have to... I'm a good editor, so I don't have to worry about that. But, but what I want the listeners to know is that talk to me a little bit about how that the theater thing and all that kind of took a turn to wanting to get into porn and sex work. So walk me through what you were doing and then what led you to California or or Vegas when, the age, the whole nine. So let's start there.
2: Okay.
1: Last year, it was April 5th, I was in the hospital. I I woke up, a bunch of chest pain what the fuck am I having a heart attack what the hell is this and I had pancreatitis Ooh. so I was in the hospital prior to that I was dog walking So I ran a dog walking company in Chicago so all the day I'm always just singing I can listen to whatever I want not deal with the bartending life and serving life which I've tried it's just always would stress me out too much
2: right, yeah.
1: people's emotions draining you out I woke up one day, ended up in the hospital, and then the recovery time, I got my gallbladder removed two months after that, but was bedridden up until November. Wow. So as I was bedridden, I could not, I was just throwing up every day, I could not get better, and they removed my gallbladder, so I had post which syndrome, or disorder syndrome, where they uh, remove... Remove the, the gallbladder, but then you get sicker from it getting taking it out. It's kind of one of those uh, procedures that you're that uh, no one really knows because they know it's not going to kill you to take it out, but people react differently to not having it. And throughout that time, all I was doing was sitting on my bed and studying health and figuring out, analyzing, going to the National Institute. Of health library and going into different countries libraries of like medical research not just you know type in your (laughs) don't put just never just type in your uh uh uh
0: what are they called shit uh your uh,
1: diagnosis yeah yeah never never type in your symptoms there we go right um so yeah i was finding just good textbooks and everything like could make me understand what was going on. But at the same time, like, okay, I'm poor. I have no money because I haven't been able to work. So I just started Googling ways of making money at home. And then I was looking at cam stuff, and I knew about it. But then I actually just, like, oh, it's that easy to sign up. Okay, I can sit here and feel like shit and yet make some money doing it.
2: <laughs> so pretend
1: to be it just sit there and ache it a lot of times i would just tell people what was going on
0: and that would that would, that in itself instead of like again like ooh i'm performing and this is yeah so, you I was know to so,
1: to my non-existent but yeah. <laughs> I, I was like too tired to even stand up it was just i lost like 40 pounds at, in the last year so, i' mean...
0: I'm getting, getting some back now, but I've like got really underweight. And wow! Because you're already because you're already really tiny. Well, I've and I've in the last like month or so
1: gained like my weight's now coming back up to normal, or like at like one thirty five five foot nine. So
0: right, was, right, right. That that would be kind of kind of an ideal for you then, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. So now that's all happening, but yeah, that's I mean that's really how it all started, and then.
0: So, um, let, so let, let's pause just there just for a second. So, so we, we understand that there was initially a, you know, a bit of a financial necessity, but I always, here's where I always digress just for a second, and this is what, what's interesting to me. is that First, I wanted to know, you said you already were kind of aware of the cam thing. So yeah, And
1: I it, dated this guy that had friends that were doing it.
0: I see, okay. Uh, did you ever happen to see Rashida Jones's documentary called Hot Girls Wanted? No. Okay, okay, because you wouldn't believe how many people, like, saw that and was like, and it's supposed to be a cautionary tale, and how many people, like, saw it and went, hey, I can do that, and, like, something (laughs) kind of had the opposite effect there, but, um, uh, so I was interested in that, but but also, too, it's kind of like, okay, there's this... I often see it a lot that there's this kind of um, debate, like is sex work actually work or is it real work? And then the sex workers go, "You have no idea the investments I have to make and the time I have to spend and and to market my brand and and, and all that kind of stuff." And, and and I agree with that 100%. I mean, I'm, I do not I do not impugn that. In fact, I, I completely champion that. Um, so so this is, so this isn't a a rebuttal of that. But what I mean is. Is that there does have to be a bit of a mindset? No matter how business minded you are, no matter how um, in need of money or whatever, none of those things are still going to prepare you to be on set for a gangbang. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. you have to still be a certain kind of person that still, you know, is has have some kind of. Of you know you're uh, you know obviously a, a bit of an exhibitionist or a bit of a and I'm not trying to feed into some sort of fantasy here I'm just saying but there's you know you can suspend your disbelief to an extent but there's there's a little bit where you don't have to suspend your disbelief because this person would at the very least have to be aware or maybe was a fan of the business beforehand stuff like that that's what interests me So let's, before we move to the next part, tell me about that. Like, what kind of person, at that point you're about 25, so you're not doing the whole 18, 19 thing. So, but you you said you're, you know, you always sleep naked. So you obviously have have got, you kind of struck me as somebody that would have been somebody who was powerfully sexual, uh, you know, and somebody that would have (laughs) been... Yeah, you know, like if, if if you were in a relationship with this person, you're gonna be in for a lot of fun. Uh, that's how you struck <laughs> me. Uh it was so, awesome. So so it's talk so true. <laughs> and I could just I could just sense that. You know, I, I, I pride myself on those powers of observation, if you will. And you and I had talked for thirty seconds, and I was like, "This is one wild ride, right, right here." <laughs> and I don't mean that in a you know, in any sort of um, you know, I mean it's just that's just, a, that's just a natural way that people communicate with each other. You can pick up on those things, you know. So, so talk to me about
3: that a little. Hey, this is Shay, your favorite porn Puerto Rican princess, and you're listening to Tricky Kid Radio with Roy Turner.
0: Again, want to thank Mandy so much, and we're going to have to have her back on. Uh, we could have talked all day, and I feel like we already have enough material in the can for a part two, and, and gosh, I would love to have her as a regular guest. She's just one of my favorite people, and I adore her. So again, thank you, Mandy, and we'd love to have you back on real, real soon. Uh, Coming up next, I'm going to do again the song of the week, and then we're going to have my girl Cindy Sinclair tell you all about the debut of her new TV show. Uh, She's been on the show before, as you know, and she was uh, kind of my... um, Kind of my my co-host through all the AVN episodes. If you haven't checked those out, make sure you do. And again, if you haven't already subscribed, what the heck are you waiting for, man? Uh, it's a sh- it's free. You get to hear unique, fun interviews with uh, with people like Mandy, and and we cover you know the gamut. It's like that's what's cool about our show is that it's just. I probably would be more successful if it was about one thing, like fishing, or uh, or some sort of self-help thing, or, or just about one thing. But uh, I have too many interests for that. So anyway, you can find us on Twitter at uh, Tricky Kid and the number two. That's Tricky Kid and the number two. Of course, we're on Facebook under Tricky Kid Radio Podcast. Uh, you also can find my alter ego DJ Tricky Kid uh, there on Facebook under just that DJ Tricky Kid as well as, as well. As, Ugh, I can't talk today See, Mandy's got me all tongue-tied, man Uh, on Instagram Under DJ Tricky Kid And you'll get to see a lot of great stuff But of course, you're also going to want to visit TrickyKid.com That's Tricky-Kid.com And you'll get to see more of what we're talking about On this episode and others You'll get to see pictures of Mandy and Cindy And 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 uh, Kazu, and get, you can stream it from our website uh, But the best place to go is to go to iTunes And subscribe Um and again, if you do, it's free. Uh, the shows will pop up each and every single Thursday in uh, your iTunes, but if you're an Android user, you have not been forsaken, we're on every platform. We're on Google Play, Pandora, Spotify, Player FM, uh, Listen Notes, the list goes on and on and on. So uh, anyway, so let's go ahead and get to it again. This is uh, Kazu Makino. Of course, you know her as the, uh, the lead singer and the, the face of Blonde Redhead, one of my all-time favorite bands. She's got this really cool, very ambitious uh, new record coming out called Adult Baby. And it's like this kind of visual uh, kind of thing, kind of like what Bjork did a little bit, but still in its own right. It's a great, great, great record. Uh, and and the song is called Salty, uh, but it's she's anything but that. She's so sultry and so just as cool as ever. Uh, and just as gorgeous as ever. So again, this is Kazu Makino with Salty. And we'll be right back uh, with Cindy Sinclair. Bikino from her newest project, just by her first name Kazu. Uh, the album is called Adult Baby. You just heard Salty. Uh, and we'll be playing much more of that as the summer goes on. So, uh, again we won't really be back uh, like I said we're doing this little special kind of one off we won't really be back uh, until uh, August uh, one thing I also want to tell people I've been working on of course is uh, the King's X movie I know all you King's X fans out there have been uh, anticipating that well guess what tomorrow you will get to he- uh, see a new update about the new record uh, they're going to be posting on our YouTube channel which you definitely want to subscribe to as well it's at Tricky Kid TV and you'll see our we already got great stuff up from week one from the King's X recordings. We'll have week five up uh, this week. Uh, We're going to be rolling those out one at a time, starting with Jerry Gaskell tomorrow. But stick around there, man. We've got Peanut from 311s on there and... uh, uh, Joy Belladonna from Anthrax, is, uh, and lots and lots and lots of great stuff, as well as other uh, adult uh, stars in our coverage from AVN uh, this year, like the great Megan Marks and Kenzie Reeves and and so many more. Uh, and speaking of which, the person that was with me at AVN, here is Cindy Cindy.
4: And man, uh, things have really taken off for you. Uh, so, since the last time uh, was right after AVN back in January, we're now here at the end of June, almost of uh, basically Fourth of July weekend. Why don't you tell our listeners and tell me uh, what's been going on? I've been uh, checking up on you, and I've been seeing that things have really been taking off, and I'm, I'm happy about that. So, uh, talk about the show, how it got started, and where people can see it.
3: Um, well, it actually got started on YouTube. Um a a very perverted clown purdy the clown um had seen some of some of my little erotic readings on on YouTube but on YouTube they have to be you know they have to be Facebook friendly like. so uh they didn't get very steamy so um he found my contact information contacted me through Twitter and asked if I'd be interested in in having a show a little more risque a little more freedom if you all um <laughs> and um I, I just sort of, you know, talked to the producer, Ken Acer, um, To uh, he's, uh, he started B-Movie TV uh, five years ago this October, and uh, he, he gives a platform to those of us that are in the adult industry and some other um, genres of life to, you know, get on television and have a, a show that we can rec- pre-record, you know, something that's not so stressful for us. Right, right, and um, you know, so, and then he promotes it out there for you, and, and he plays a lot of really cool old B movie, you know, B movies. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, and and so, um, they got a hold of me and asked me if I would consider doing something a little more risque along the same lines of reading my erotic stories, and so I came up with a couple of uh, different ideas and and Cindy uh, Sinclair's not so time stories, um, just sort of. Triggered their fancy, and they asked if I could do at least 30 minutes um, once a week. Um, I said sure, so I started doing that um, 17 weeks ago, so I have 17 episodes out there. Um, and it's
4: a runaway smash hit. I mean, people are freaking out over it, and, and it's like there's this, like, Sleeper hit. I mean, obviously, they knew it was going to do well. And I mean, you're gorgeous and amazing and obviously very talented and and uh, a star in your own right. So, but they had not been shocked by just how popular the show has gotten so quickly, right?
3: You know, I I'm not sure <laughs> everything's um, working out, but it, it definitely has uh, increased my fan base on Twitter and and uh, Facebook. So um it's still in the infancy um this coming this weekend is the network season premiere for all of the um the his originals. So all week long um he'll be playing the originals from everybody who you know who does shows for him. Uh like Pervy. Pervy does his own Pervy the Clown show. He's on right before me. Um, <laughs> so yeah, every every Sunday night um he's on at midnight, I'm on at like twelve fifty. So it was like really monday morning 12:50 mountain standard time so uh, so when you so when you come home from church on sundays <laughs> you have something uh you know
4: to look forward to uh after those late you know, those late christian dinners could go late and, and this is uh something to stay up for
3: Heck, yeah <laughs> <laughs> Well
4: now you're outside of this, you're and we'll get to this in a second, but I'm really also interested in talking about that your on screen uh adult industry career has really taken off. You've done uh so many different scenes, you've kinda of gotten into so many different aspects of that, and I'm so excited to get into all of that. Um I wanted to to know though, I mean I also our listeners would like to know, is that obviously camming, you know, people know what, what camming is, cam girls and things. And like you said, that can be a little bit more stressful because it requires uh, it's live and you're interactive, and that's that's kind of the appeal. But for you, you're able to kind of do this kind of pre-take that people can kind of watch it on TV. But I wanted to know what kind of platform does this give you versus doing your own content? And this is what I'm getting at, is that or at least your own content. What I mean is, is that uh, I've, I've interviewed a lot of cam girls. and We've done a lot of cam girl episodes where, like, they'll say it, they make more money by doing it themselves. Maybe, maybe like a, a site like MyFreeCams or uh, I forget what the other ones are, like Cam Soda and uh, and ChatterBait, whatever. Those might give you a little bit more reach, but the actual people might keep more of more of the profits. And uh, and some people might feel like that you know they might do better going their own way. Sick <laughs> and you're impossibly sexy and have the most incredible skills. So you put those skills to work for yourself and for your pet. And the ChatterBait community uh, helped uh, pay, take some of the uh, edge off that financial burden there. And then that's how this whole thing took off. So I was wondering though. What is the difference between doing the camming for ChatterBait versus doing the Roko TV in terms of profits?
3: Um, well, it's, it's uh, ChatterBait is like an instantaneous—you know how much you're making like right then and there because it's just it's a no-brainer, and they tell you um, the the network world is based on viewership. And it's very much if anybody knows what what a YouTube channel you know to get paid as a YouTube artist or producer or whatever you have right. to have a certain level of fan base in order to to get money from um, sponsors or you know anything. Mm-hmm. So it uh, it has to be a labor of love at first, or what my uh, tax person called a hobby. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm. I just. I like what I do, and um, I know that um, the efforts that I put in um, over the past year and a half, pretty steady in the adult industry. I mean, you know, I've been camming for six, but just really focusing on what I was doing in the adult industry and, and working, at, doing my TV show, and and trying to you know just get content done. It. It's just. So much to do that you lose track of things. So you try to keep touch with everybody, and right. it's hard. So right. it has been it has been an education. <clears throat> um, so to get paid on network television, it's just like any other. If you're producing your own content, you're your own boss. So you're gonna pay yourself. So you have to promote it and you've got to get it out there and you've got to get your own fan base and viewer base and and all that up. So, um I um haven't yet reached that point. I think I'm reaching that point this week, I hope, my fingers crossed, it's our okay. my season premiere. Um so I do not know uh as far as <clears throat> excusing monetarily what it would be, but it, it, to well, me it's just it's more of a uh I'm a I'm I like <laughs> I like just people see me.
4: <laughs> yeah, so for, for you, fuck the money, is that you're such a an exhibitionist that, that for you, just the thrill of being on TV and knowing that people are watching you, that's currency for you, right?
3: A little. I mean, it's a big turn. I'd love to get paid for it. You know, don't get me wrong. I eventually right. will be paid for it. I mean, my hard work is, is going to pay off, there's no doubt. But, it, and, you know, and that's, that's just it. It's hard work. It's like running a business because
4: that's in fact what it is. Right, right. You
3: know, but but so. but, at the,
4: but at the same time, it's not like you were. And I'm not. I'm not diminishing or imputing upon you. I'm because I know it's hard work because, you know, we're kind of in the same business. and Our content's different, but I but I I know in terms of of how to make things work, uh, to, to get paid. It's the exact same business model, so I I understand that. But what I mean is is that the good thing is is that you're not. Digging ditches, literally digging like ditches in the heat, hoping that if you dig forty ditches, eventually you'll get paid. I mean, the good thing is, is that is that while you're doing it, you are having fun and you are getting turned on by being seen, and and it's it's thrilling. And at the same time, it's also raising your awareness, which is uh, you know, lending itself to your other. Um, you know, uh, business models and and raising it. so it's almost kind of like the advertisement for that can also incur some uh, some financial benefits on the uh, on the other uh, platforms. Correct?
3: Yes, and I'm currently working on getting a license to start another business so that I have a steady income.
4: <laughs> well, I,
3: I saw you're like dealing cards and uh,
4: walking dogs and and uh, and doing all types of, of great stuff, and you know and you're so still, there's still wonder why people will, will hire you because you're just you're so damn likable and you're so uh, uh, irresistible. That's that's the word for you.
2: Is uh, <laughs> Thank is you. It,
4: you know, is it? I I just like being around you, and I'm sure other people do too. Regardless if it's you know the adult industry or you know you, uh, you know you um going. How often do you are you have you been going to Vegas a lot? Because you're you're based in Arizona, and you've been going to to, to Vegas to shoot a lot lately. Is that right?
3: Um, Not lately. Um, I was in Vegas in January to shoot with um, Primal Fetish. Right. Um, But um, I've been doing some shoots here with uh, Peyton Hall, and um, I have gone to San Diego over Memorial Weekend to do another few shoots for All Over 30. So those will be coming out again real soon.
4: And remember, because I was in Pasadena and we were, yeah. going, to
3: try, we were going to try to do this in person because we were kind of crossing
4: paths, uh, kind of there. It was like kind of, I was headed east and you were headed, uh, west and we were just a, a freeway below each other. So it would have been, it would have been great to see you and do it in person and which, and which we will, uh, eventually. And I'll tell you this, or eventually again, of course, and I'll tell you this too. You know, one of the questions because you know our show isn't an, an adult industry show. It's so we occasionally do the adult industry thing, so we get a lot of the novices. So, so we have to get we get a lot of those questions from our listeners that you get all the t- all the time. Whereas, if if this was like a regular adult industry program, l- regular listeners would already know not really to ask this question or these kinds of questions because they've already been asked so many times and answered so many times, but one of the things that uh of course I get when we do the shows is how do I get into the adult industry? You know, that's the whole thing. Oh, you know, yeah. The guys always want to know how to do it. Or if they
3: find out, I hope somebody lets me know. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> right exactly.
4: <laughs> but I I found at the same time, the reason why I bring it up is because I realize, you know, we've actually have never actually answered that because I'm so used to uh, you know, my friends, you know, like you that are in the adult industry, I already know that, like, that's, 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 that's so tired and such a, a, a trope that's been just ridiculous even to even to explore. But I thought, you know what? This will be a, the one time we'll do it and and you'd be the perfect person to do it with because I love your path, uh, so much and, and also because on one hand, you're as absurdly good-looking as the stars, but you also have that kind of very much, you know, down to earth. You know, um, you're a little bit older, uh, you're a little bit more, you know, mature. So you don't have a lot of that, you know. I, I you know, I love you. How know, much when we met, Kenzie? Which I love Kenzie Reeves? But you know, you offer something, something you know, much, much different in terms of a, of a relatable. Thing, which I think is also currency for the industry. But I, I love your pack so much. So let's get into that just for a second. So, again, we mentioned that you had a sick dog. You thought this would be a great way. But you had to have had, you know, a little bit of intuition that you could do this. Not that everybody goes, oh, my dog is sick, I'm going to do porn. And we talked about this last time, but I wanted to go a little bit deeper because it seems like the more you do, the more you like. For example, you just filmed your first on-screen anal scene, correct? Uh,
3: No, that was my – the second scene I ever did was anal.
4: (laughs) I did not know that.
3: They just released it.
4: (laughs) Oh, they just released it. And that was the one that I I was watching before we came on. And let me tell you something. That's the thing too. Everybody always goes, you know, I want to get. How do I get into the industry? And your answer always said, is, is get tested into the industry, and then we can talk, right?
3: It it's yeah. It's get tested and and be professional to show up and and listen. You know, listen to what the the you know the professionals had to say. I'm I i do not know everything. I'm I learn a lot from Peyton every single time we do a shoot, and every time I do a shoot with anybody else. I learned something from them and and that's just it is that you know you have to keep learning and understanding that you know what you're doing is a job and not a relationship right you know and and you have to be present you know and and it is and it is a lot of acting but it's a lot of you know what this is us this is what we enjoy doing and and I, you know, I mean, the whole sexual aspect of it all, it's its very safe, you know, and, and just, if you want to get into the industry, you start, you know, go through the testing process and get your, you know, get that out of the way and start contacting people who are in the industry. And yeah. people will, you know, people will talk to you.
4: I mean, just like you did.
3: Yeah. <laughs> you so
4: good on screen and you just, you seem to just so be enjoying yourself.
3: So much and I think it is
4: such a, a joy and a pleasure for the viewer.
3: Well thank you. Um no I actually never really thought about the porn part of it. Um the cam model part of it was to obviously, like you said, it was to help my, my dog and my gut bills, but um just to do the the I had always when I you know, you masturbate, everybody masturbates, so you have to have a thought in your head or a picture in front of you, and the thought in my head was people watching me. So, yes, yeah, very much exhibitionist, and that's – I I was petrified my very first scene, but you know what? It was also extremely erotic. <laughs> yeah,
4: right. Well, because it was something you would fantasize about for yeah. so long, and think about that. I mean, I know in my mind, I've had things that I had fantasized about for so long, and then when – the chance when I had the chance to actually do them while it was happening. It's just like, I can't believe this is happening. And it was, like you said, just just so, like, just you you shake with and bristle with excitement from it, you know?
3: Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, my God, I get to have sex with that one? Really? Uh, right. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> cool! And, you know, and then there's the whole – I'm sorry, but my my side of it is that there's no drama. The sex is good. It's clean. It's safe, and I don't have to, uh, you know, deal with anything after that. You know, I'm right. properly satisfied at the end of the shoot, and I go my separate way. Right, right, and I get paid. So yeah, so it's perfect. but yes. but, you know, but there's something.
4: Yeah, you know, but there's interesting about you though, because it's kind of like just like that. Like when I, whenever I. and and watching scenes from my favorite performers, after the scene is over, I'm not thinking about, well, I wonder what they're doing today, or I wonder what they did after that scene. But yours is a little bit different. I mean, there's something about you that just makes people seem to want to know more or to get to, you know, and not in a stalkery, creepy sort of way, but just there's just something about you that just, Again, there's an irresistibility there where I've always been, I want to know more about this person. You know, this person is, is, strikes me as so interesting. Have you found that to be something unexpected? Yes. Uh, <laughs> Very much so. <laughs> but how do you, but how, how, how
3: do you explain that? I, you know, I really don't. I'm just, I went at it just, you know what? Um, this is who I am and this is what you get and, that's me. I'm, this is, it's not acting, you know, so. Right, right.
4: Okay, but what about your personal though? Meaning, if I, if I may ask, like, are you only having sex on camera now?
3: Um, up until yesterday? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I called at the right time. <laughs> I guess so. I guess
4: so, yeah. So, so what happened yesterday, Cindy?
3: Uh, <laughs> I um I I uh, have a um, a new plaything um yeah so it's a I'm I'm playing with a 26 year old Marine out of 29 Palms that comes here on the weekends
4: so oh you do love those young dudes don't you uh, like okay like I said you your second scene was that you did anal so
3: has
4: anal ever been something that you did regularly in your life in your personal
3: life. Not regularly. Um, in my younger years, yes. In my younger years, it was something that I, I did. But as I aged, it, in different relationships, people like different things, and
2: right.
3: you know, so it just didn't come up again until I got back into the adult industry after about seventeen years or so. So,
4: so if, let's say let's say that you had before you shot your your first scene, and you had met the marine uh a month or two before and he w- wanted to, to to do that, that would be the son of you been up for. Oh heck yeah. Yeah, so you love it.
3: Oh yeah, absolutely. That's... <laughs> Done it twice yesterday.
4: <laughs> so 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 the Marine did ask for it.
3: Um, I don't know that he asked for it, but it was getting it. <laughs>
4: So, so did you just reach back there and just grab it and just put it in your ass?
3: yeah, <laughs> what's wrong with that no oh
4: oh i i no no I'm not saying like i I, I can't believe that you I'm, I, I
3: that is such a compliment, thank you so much,
2: <laughs>
4: but it's absolutely it's it's totally true and and so we may have to negotiate that, that you know the camera the the audience the parents <laughs> – but that box is going to be tra- – I may be 80 years old when it happens, but I've – that box is going to be checked off sooner than, sooner than later, hopefully. So just said, you're just too damn irresistible. Oh, you're too sweet. Well, I think you're amazing, and I love uh, that things are taking off so well for you. And, again,
3: tell people how they can
4: see B-movie TV because this is on the Roku
3: device. Is that right? yes yeah, it's just a it's a free channel on the Roku device so when you you get your Roku device from wherever Walmart Amazon wherever you get it from um you have to set up the thing so it'll connect to your television and um you in that program there's channels that you can request you got to request and it's a B as in boy movie tv that you're getting X amount of views
4: or is there a way for you kinda like with like the Nielsen ratings for you to be able to police it yourself and say, Hey, I'm getting these amount of views and I'm not taking your word for it and you have to pay me. Like I mean, are you able to do that on your own?
3: Yeah, yeah, we can do that. Uh, yeah, oh, really? just, yeah, you can you can ask for the, the uh statistics for I I'm not sure when he pulls them. I he gets he pulls them at least once every two weeks to see where everybody's at, but the last couple of weeks we've been doing reruns and stuff and um so I don't i mean I was pretty close a couple of weeks ago, but you know he's having to replay things, and fans don't necessarily like to rewatch things that they've already seen unless it's something super hot or wow you know um yeah, yeah, yeah. but
4: but that but that's a millennial thing because okay yes. i grew I grew up you know my first exposure to the adult industry was just like anybody my age it was in the late 1980s where you know somebody's dad had some magazine or some vhs tape or, or you know something and you didn't have any access there was no internet and even if if it was on cable it was pretty tame you know so oh. what so i mean from like 1989 to like so i turned 21 you know, I probably saw the same three pornos probably 4,000 times. I mean, I, I, like, I could I could quote them to you like your, my, like your favorite movies. And people will, by, you know, now will never know that. So I still kind of have that mentality still that if there's something that I really like, I actually really will, like, will rewatch something as compared to going – Oh, I wonder what's out there. Like it's kind of like, oh, I, I, you know, I'm I, I want to see that again. And, and it usually it's based on the performer, not the actual act of what happened. So and and you know, you're one of those performers too, where where people are very specific. Like let's say people do a search, like hey, I, I'm in the mood for, I don't know, girls with long black hair, and then they'll click on the first girl with long black hair that comes up. But you, also, like Kenzie, it, the, it's very performer-specific. So I can see you getting a lot of reruns uh, or people rewatching stuff, but I did want to ask this. So he pulls the report, so, but you still have to go through him. Is there anything you're able – I mean, I'm not saying he's fudging the facts and, or fudging the reports, but are you able to get that information independently without going through him or – relying on him to, like you said, pull the reports,
3: you know I don't know I haven't never really thought about
2: that
4: well the reason the reason why I ask is because you know my background is in the music industry, and again, I'm not starting to get here
2: or oh any but
4: but you know our our show is about work kind of the uh you know, we do a lot of public defender type kind of stuff and kind of, mm-hmm. you know, whistleblowing, calling bullshit. And I'm not saying that this is bullshit. but I'm just saying, like, I know for me, like, my background is in the music industry, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. So what that would happen is, is let's say I work, I work at a, a record label, and I, or like I'm a, I'm a um, I hire a publicist or a record, not a record company, meaning like a record label, but like somebody who works a record. And what that means is is that I'm going to pay you X amount of money to get this record on the radio. And send me a report that's going to show me how many spins uh, that it, it got. And based upon that, will determine if I want to continue working with you, right? Okay? Right. So I would get these reports, but I couldn't trust the fact that the publicists – because these were just these write-in, write you know – uh, what do you call it? Excel spreadsheets. So they could okay. put in whatever the hell they wanted, right? So right. I had to find a way to make sure that the numbers that I that they were telling me were what was exactly happening. And I would encourage anybody to do that, especially, um, you know, where money is involved. Because basically what they're saying is that you have to kind of go past this bubble. You have to kind of burst sure. the bubble in order to get paid. Well, what if he doesn't feel like paying you? He's going to tell you numbers that are just below that, that bubble just to get you to keep trying just to kind of dangling that carrot a little bit.
2: Have well, you ever
4: given any real thought about trying to get those numbers independently? I
3: never really gave it too much thought. Um, my my other thing is is that, you know what, I can just stop doing it. I'm under no contract right. to do it at all. Right. You know, I mean,
2: he's
3: in. In fact, the first I want to say the first, maybe even eight or ten episodes. He's probably doing me a huge favor, you know, getting my my work out there and and you know, kind of helping me get it publicized, if you will, you know. Right. 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 And and I think that that kind of advertisement or free advertisement, you know, is worth my hour and a half of time of recording my my particular. Um, show and editing it. It doesn't take that much. It's not that much of an effort. I can do it at my leisure as long as I get it to them by a certain time and day. You know, I mean, it's not something that I have to really, really work at to do. And if it were and it was impeding my life to where I couldn't um, enjoy my life, I would stop doing it.
4: For sure. And And again, I'm not trying to invoke any sort of ill will here. I just I was just curious about it, but I I get what you're saying. You're kind of like, okay, I have to trust this person, and it's worth trusting them because no matter what, A, I've got nothing to lose because it doesn't impede my life. B, I get a thrill of of being not only on TV but but being naked and and masturbating on TV, Uh, and then there's the potential that I'm going to get paid. So I don't want to kind of rock that boat or – invoke a will of, of distrust by going, no, I, I'm going to go behind your back and get the numbers myself because then, cause then that can be, can create kind of a, a bad working relationship. I just I just wanted to know what your thoughts yeah. were on that, you know?
3: You know, and, and how many people at this stage of their career, you know, one and a half year in, have a TV show?
2: Yes. <laughs> so, <things> again,
3: <laughs> yes. So let's, so let's
4: not be all negative Nancy here. Let's celebrate <laughs> the fact That Cindy Sinclair is fucking naked on TV, for free, for free, and holy shit, you look so unbelievable. Well, not
3: to mention, I'm reading you super nasty, taboo, erotic stories too.
4: Now, do you write those stories?
3: Um, There, (laughs) some of them, yes. Um, Some of them are a compilation of things that I read. Um, I have. Quite the library of smut, if that's the word I like to use for it. Um, I also have, um, because of being a cam model for six years, I have quite the vocabulary when it dirty. So, do you see
4: um, why I love you so much? Do you understand why I can hear you say the word smut all day? <laughs>
3: So, but, no, I um I have some fans that like to send in their personal work, and some of it, um you know, it's not my particular vibe, but my fans like to hear it, so I'll read it for them. You know what I mean? So right.
4: It's, and that's I mean, interactive. Is what, so that makes it interactive, you know?
3: It does. And then I'll say their name on, on television. So if you send me in something and I read it on the television, I'll say who sent it to me, and, you know, thank you very much, and, I get them sending me my lingerie that I wear because I wear something nice every night, you know. So,
4: well, you they, you you send me your Amazon wish list, and if it's going to get you to say my name on the air, or at well, least, oh yeah, or, or maybe even a trade. Maybe, uh, uh, are you allowed to say stuff on the air like, hey, go to Tricky Kid Radio? I, yep. I'll Yeah. I'll I'll be uh, airing uh, yeah we ought to we ought to work that out man that would be that would be fun that would be super duper fun and again golly, Lee if you say my name on air naked while touching your most you have the most you have the prettiest pussy I've ever fucking seen in my life so if you say my name while doing that
3: I won't have a heart maybe you shouldn't maybe I don't know if I can handle that <laughs> you're too kind. Flattering me so much.
4: <laughs> I mean, I have. I mean, I mean, I wish you could see what I'm doing right now. I'm literally fanning my face uh, just by <laughs> every time you laugh, I'm like spooning over here. Uh, but we ought to, we ought to think about doing that. That would be, that'd be kind of fun. And again, and also just for the other other listener, you know, for the for the viewers, it is interactive, and you can, you know, and but I've heard you tell some stories that are fucked it up, man. They are. So so unbelievably nasty. And I can always <laughs> think, kind of tell like, oh my God, she's really into this. Like she really like, so to tell me a story that you have read that is something that you either have done that was just totally crazy nasty that you either have done or upon discovering reading it, that it, it became something that you fantasize about doing. Uh, one that.
3: Going to be on my season premiere tomorrow night. This <laughs> the one that I <laughs> fantasize about all the time. So, so yeah. how, about uh, a, how about a season Um, the it's an older woman, younger man kind of thing because that's my thing. Um, and uh, the younger man works in an office where the older woman's son works, and you know their relationship's a little tense. And she, he's not that much older than her son, so she wants to try to. Um, help the relationship, so she approaches the young man, not knowing that, you know, she's not going to be talking to his parents, but she's going to be talking to him. And uh, anyways, one thing leads to another, and he <laughs> ends up uh, teaching her a few things, and she teaches him a few things, and, you know. And,
4: and, the, and this friend at work that happens to be have this, like, model, like, Six pack abs and like this monster cock and and amazing good looks and up for it like isn't oh, that
3: yeah isn't, you that know, I, I described him before I get started you know he could have anybody he wanted he was one of the you know jocks in school you know the type right. so you kind of have I lay the I lay the groundwork you know and so most of my stories are anywhere from twenty five to forty five minutes long depending upon how I feel. <laughs>
4: I was like, I thought you were going to say the age group of twenty-five to forty-five, and I'm like, oh, I'm in
3: that age group, man. Like, <laughs> I,
4: I may I may need to work on my on my on my my uh, my ab work, but uh, you know. Uh, but you know, it's it, it's it's such a pleasure to talk to you. I'm so, again, I'm so glad things are going so well. What we'll do is we'll do a little bit of a fake ending because because you and I always like to kind of uh, gossip. And that you know, that has to kind of be you know maybe off, so um, off the record kind of thing. So why don't we go into the the fake ending, meaning the fake ending of that we're getting off the phone when we're actually not? So, uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna count down again from three, two, one. So make sure everybody to tune in. Don't miss Cindy Sinclair's season premiere on B-Movie TV that's available for free on the Roku device. And, Cindy, tell everybody, what is the actual premiere date? Oh,
3: gosh, what is Sunday's date? I don't even know the date. Is
4: Sunday's this is, So I think Monday's the first, so I think that would have to be June 30th.
3: Yes, June 30th, um, Sunday or Monday morning, whatever the case may be. comes on about 12.50 a.m. Mountain Standard Time.
4: Okay, so this episode will air on, uh, let's see, on the 4th of July, because this, this is going to be our 4th of July special. 4th of July is on Thursday, right? Yeah. Okay, so this episode will air this Wednesday, okay, uh, cool. uh, July 3rd, and they're able to watch it after that, correct?
3: They can watch. I um I post some of my archives. Like most of my archives are posted on my Pornhub page. I know, I just (laughs) follow it on. So, yeah, they can, you know, I I keep them up month by month, but I I try to give the movie TV, you know, a month to to air whatever I send them, and then I'll post it on my Pornhub. So if people miss a certain episode, they can always go there, watch it, and, you know, sometimes I'll run the rerun.
4: Well, you you know, I thought that, you know, going to your Pornhub page and, Watching some of this before we came on, We'd be like, "Oh, I'm a journalist doing uh, research." But man, it got it got me so hot and bothered. I'm just like, I'm out, I'm out of control right now. I'm like, it's, How often do you get to like go from watching porn then to call the porn star that you were just watching? I love my job.
3: I was going to say you get to do it all the time. Yeah,
4: I get to do it. I got me. I, I do it regularly. <laughs> <laughs> But you are my favorite. Uh, you know, and, and of course, outside of the industry and stuff, I, uh, I adore you and I think that you're amazing. And so you're somebody who I would always want to support. And I'm glad things are going so well. And everybody, make sure you tune in. And for those watching, look for, uh, again, hopefully, uh, Cindy will be actually mentioning, uh, me and this show, uh, Tricky Kid Radio, uh, by name. And you can be a part of that community. And uh, and tell everybody where they can find you on the interwebs. You do have a Pornhub page under Cindy Sinclair. Where else can they find
3: you? I have a Twitter account, and that's under Cindy Simple.
4: Okay, and, but you uh, spell
3: simple, simple kind of different, though, don't you? C y n s u l.
4: Gotcha. It's not the S I. It's the C Y, like Cy
3: Young. Yeah. Yes. So I don't have an Instagram page anymore because a lot of us lost them, and it's just a waste of my time right now. So.
4: <laughs> yeah, Kenzie, <laughs> and I, yep, Kenzie and I covered that uh, whenever we, we we were talking uh, about that. But, uh, you know, I really think, you know, I know that you're in a certain, um, you know, category. You kind of do the milk genre and all that, but I think that. Uh, what is X Biz or Zirco, I think the Zirko Awards were just happened over over the, the past weekend, and of course AVN yeah. in January. There needs to be an award that you're responsible for inventing, and I'll tell you what it is. <laughs> Nobody has ever looked a more adorable, and has ever seemed to be thoroughly enjoying sucking cock more than you do and and the award will be called the i don't know it's, it's chatty we'll have to come up with a clever name for it but you do this maneuver where you do this no hand thing where you just get underneath it you get the cock in your mouth and go to count and nobody has ever loved anything as much as you are loving that in that moment that's the name of the award <laughs> the, the 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 Cindy Sinclair uh, cock worship uh, award. I don't know, like the video, the Michael Jackson video Vanguard equivalent is the Cindy Sinclair cock worship award. You deserve it. They should be
3: recognized. Um, City Girls has a picture of my face and the, uh, the miles-long cock is in my hands, and, yeah, that's their cover.
4: It is. And, and, and what is that? City Girls? What is that?
3: City Girls, yeah. That's, uh, um, that's where um, – uh, who is she? Um, oh, gosh, I forgot her name. It escapes me so much right now. Oh, my gosh. Anyways, um, hm.
4: I mean, but, but what is Speedy Girls? Is it like a, is it a magazine? Is it, no, oh, it's a, oh, oh, it's a yeah, they, company, yeah, right? Yeah, they post okay. all of
3: our videos. Peyton has videos on there. Sally D'Angelo, that's Sally D'Angelo. Okay,
4: okay, yeah, we want to plug her as well. And and because you, you like it so much, have you ever engaged in anything, like, off camera that is kind of like, you know, kind of what you see? Like I mean, like, because, I mean, I, I have known some real-life, Swingers and real life lifestyle people, uh where you know, let's say the wife love is just has just such a, an insatiable thirst for for cock and come, and they'll go down to the the local you know whatever you know porn theater or, or glory hole, and and you know that can be kind of much or a little a little seedy there or a little shady maybe a little much for my case, but has anything like that ever appealed to you or is there any, or do you have any experience with anything like that?
3: No, um, I've been asked to do that, but it, that's not something that I care to do. Um, I, I like to focus on my work.
4: <laughs> I, 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 right, right, right. You don't want to be blindfolded and of uh, and behind a silly wall. I, and, and also you have the opportunity to do these things now, but I guess what I mean is, was there ever any point in your life where maybe the reason why these women do it, do it this way, because they don't have the opportunities that you have?
3: You know, I, I don't know. I think some of them, that that's their kink. You know, doesn't kink right. for everybody, and, you know, maybe they like that, and who's the begrudging for it?
4: <laughs> that, that, that's what I think, exactly. And, again, so what I say may not maybe may be a little seedy, but, again, no slut shaming on this show. Again, exactly. who would begrudge them for it? If that's your kink and you're doing it with consenting adults in a safe, healthy, uh, you know, manner, then I say let your freak flag fly.
3: Absolutely, as high as you can get it. Yeah, <laughs>
4: uh, you're the best, man. So, so, so. Last but not least, what is what is Cindy Sinclair's kink? What is your kink?
3: The young guys. I'm telling you. <laughs> It's young men. I love them. They're just—they got so much energy and drive, and ah, they just don't have that old man mentality. <laughs> I don't know. See, hey, this is why. This is
4: why. See, this is why we have a mutual. Thing. This is why you love me so much. You see, you can't get enough of the of the, the young energy. I mean, of course, I'm not 25 anymore, but uh, I'm I'm 25 in spirit. How's that? <laughs> yeah, there you
3: go. So am I. Yeah, we, uh,
4: that's right. That's right. Okay. Well, all right. Well, everybody again, check out Cindy Sinclair, uh, her season premiere on Roku TV. Again, we will look for Cindy for, uh, giving us a shout out on, on her program. And again, Cindy, such a pleasure having you. Uh, and of course, you know, you always have an open invite and a welcome back anytime. And we will, we wish you the biggest and best and most success.
3: Thank you so much. I'm glad I had a chance to talk to you again
4: and we will and we will have you on very, very
0: soon. And- once again, I want to thank all my guests and and thanks so much to Mandy and Cindy again two of my favorite people that uh that I just enjoy talking to and we're great friends outside of the industry and it's so great any chance I get to to have them on and uh, and promote them and support them in all their endeavors. Uh, and you should, too, as well. All of the links to all of their pursuits will be at tricky-kid.com. That's tricky or dash, whatever, tricky-kid.com. Uh, and if you're going to want to check all that stuff out. Again, uh, great new music this week from Kazu Makino from Blonde Redhead. Everybody, have a great day. Safe and just awesome kick ass summer whatever you've been wanting to do whatever you've been wanting to try what, you know whatever uh resolution you made in January let's get to it this summer man let's uh let's spend time on ourselves let's spend time with the ones that we love and our friends and let's go places. Let's just let's let's do it, man. Let's make some memories. Let's have some great stories. And I hope to run into you. Uh, I'll be bouncing around, man. I said, making this movie. I'll be in and out of California. I'll be in Chicago at uh, at uh, Riot Fest. And um, is that September? It is September. And maybe in my, all our listeners in Europe, I'm coming your way, man. Stay tuned for it. Uh, have a great summer. And again, we will. Catch you very, very soon. Thanks again to Mandy and Cindy, uh, and uh, we'll see you all soon. Again, I'm your host, Roy Turner. Have a great summer.